Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I was, I was just trying. I was just seeing if that would work. Worked for I'm, me. I'm reticent. <laughs> You're waiting but, for the mood to strike. Yeah. Inspiration. Doesn't yeah. feel like the right time. Right. So, but I guess I'll just, <clears throat> I'll push ahead. Um, hi, I'm Adam. I'm a, uh, I'm a 209th time caller, a uh, long time listener. And I would like to welcome two other members of our regular panel. We have uh, uh, Doug Gobeski. Hello. And uh, Paul Wilcox. It's great to be back. Am I in the right place? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I understand there might be another guest later, but for now, yeah. For now, this is what we got. Yep. And it's not too shabby. Yeah, it could be shabbier. <laughs> Despite our best efforts, it could still be shabbier. <laughs> could be Jim Belushi shabby. We're not quite there. <laughs> just talking about Jim. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm just being mean. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> I, uh... I think we should judge him by his work. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Yeah, what makes him shabby? <laughs> I don't know. Just a deep-seated visceral reaction against according to Jim? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Is it time for another episode of the Gobeski Chocolates Report? Yes, please. Go. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> All right. I have here a Kit Kat Duo's Strawberry and dark chocolate flavor. Crisp wafers in strawberry flavored cream and dark chocolate. Naturally and artificially flavored, which means almost certainly that this is fake strawberry flavor. Quick scan of the ingredients. Yeah, I don't see strawberries in here. All right, let me break off a finger. No, bite into it on the side. Nope, breaking like off a, a finger. Like it's a candy bar. Is that the official name of a Kit Kat part? I think that's what we decided. Was uh, the whole yeah. thing is a hand. Is, is that sanctioned? I, I'm not. Break me off I was the not, finger was of I that. I here for Kit this conversation because I am just really not into this. Well, I just <laughs> assume that it has mob what, origins. What would you prefer it to be? I I don't I don't have any alternatives right now, but I don't like finger. <laughs> when I. Type in Kit Kat F I. The second option is fingers. What's After the first option? Okay. <laughs> I think that's just where you take the Kit Kats and pretend they're your fingers. Oh no! Uh, I think finger is the official term. Oh, oh. okay. Uh, I I didn't know that I've already eaten my last Kit Kat. <laughs> proof, proof of innate <laughs> knowledge. Well, except for Paul. I mean, Paul's if- a filthy non-believer. Admittedly, it's uh, kitkat.co.uk. Oh, so what's the American name for... Uh... But it's described, you can get it as the four-finger or just the two-finger. <laughs> this is dirty, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a family candy. <laughs> Kitkat.com, I can find references to fingers. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> So it says, Kit Kat 4.4, the future of confectionery has arrived. Every corner, every edge, every finger of every bar has been carefully considered and crafted to create this beautifully immersive and multi-sensory experience. Is that like hmm. a museum exhibit? Is that what they're describing? <laughs> uh, KitKat.com might also be the UK. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I'm definitely getting Nestle on here, not a Hershey. 
All right, uh, Hershey Land. Uh, yeah, it says visit us at Hershey's.com on the label. I'm not sure I can find evidence on Hershey.Hersheyland.com, but this is called Fingers. So is this some sort of weird Britishism then? I guess. Oh, no, here I found it on the uh, official Hersheyland fact. Oh, the Kit right Kat then. bar is made of three layers of wafers separated and covered by an outer layer of chocolate. The standard bars consist of four pieces called Fingers. And each finger can be snapped from the bar as an individual piece. So I'm sorry for your loss, Paul. That's okay. (laughs) I like the idea of snapping fingers rather than breaking them, though. I'm back on board. (laughs) Give me a snap. Give me a snap. (laughs) Snap me off a finger of that Kit Kat bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the commercial says peace. (laughs) It can just be a bar with four pieces. They had to keep it a secret, Paul, like hidden in the website. And no one could know about the I mean, fingers. it could be worse, right? They could be called toes. <laughs> I guess. It, that's even like... That's hmm. the stubby, fun size ones. Yeah, it's like, it's it's almost not as bad because it's not like similar enough in shape. Tendrils? Now that sounds no, like that something be... that a human would eat. tendrils would be something like uh twizzlers twizzlers vines yeah Mm. like the twizzlers pull and peel that's what they're called those are tendril like so is it just that you don't like envisioning a kit kat man whose hands get harvested for mass consumption (laughs) gets his fingers plucked off yeah grow back yeah jeez I mean, I guess if they do, then <laughs> there's worse ways to make a living. But <laughs> I mean, it's better it's, ways too. It's painful every time they grow back as oh. he's, you know, strapped down to the chair with his hands exposed. I can't believe we stand for this sort of thing as a society. Have you had a Kit Kat? It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very, very strong statement. <laughs> So come on, we've like, done there's worse plenty of for alternative ways for Americans that could provide very similar experiences, other than the ones that needed to be harvested. Doug, so. did you want to describe your you ever candy have from nerds? 15 minutes ago? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's literally my fingers are literally melting their way through it. It's kind of gross. See, and this is it's imprecise terminology too. We don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm holding <laughs> the finger in my fingers, and they're melting through it. So you've got Kit Kats and you're using them like as chopsticks to hold another Kit Kat finger with the two fingers? Yes. How else do you eat Kit Kats? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> no, I'm using them to eat M&Ms. Oh. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so I'm smelling the finger. <laughs> All those and... non-sexy green M&Ms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, the more references we make to current events the more links that charlie has to put in the blog and the less he has to think about what he's writing and the more (laughs) spelling errors there will be (laughs) that's just a broken links although my story about the ad exec who came up with the idea of the sexy green m&m although my my favorite charlie typo of recent memory was going to the episodes page for the last one and seeing that he had just named it title in all caps (laughs) (laughs) and i had to download the mp3 and look at what he'd actually named it because there was punctuation involved that didn't show up in like any 
text. All right. Mm. The link. So, um, it smells like, uh, like a Russell Stover strawberry cream. Paul, did you have more you wanted to say before Doug gets into this? Like, like you'd get an Easter. That's what it smells like. Do you want me to, do you want me to lick the finger or just bite into it? That's pretty good. Okay. Very descriptive. Well, you wouldn't want me to chew and talk at the same time, would you? That'd be rude. Oh, I'll leave in the silence so everyone knows exactly how long it took you to finish. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's good radio. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's about what it promised to be. It's a Kit Kat with the flavors of dark chocolate and strawberry. And you can't even tell that it's artificial. Oh, okay. Well, I can't. Sorry, normally artificial flavorings taste horrifying and they taste like chemicals. Looking at you, Oreo. And this time, I don't mind. All right, fantastic. Would you eat again? Yes, I would. I assume that this flavor is coming out now in anticipation of Valentine's Day. Ah. Mm. So you might not be able to get it for very long. Yeah, I would recommend that you bite the hand that feeds you. Can that just be your sign-off every, just in general? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. All the right ideas with Doug. <laughs> to sign off. <laughs> you haven't let me do an instance of all the right ideas with <laughs> Doug in forever. Hey, this is a free-form episode. You're welcome to do one right now. Ah, crud. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't have any uh, conspiracy stuff planned. Well, you can make one up while I'm doing the... Segment we like to call Chippin' with Charlie. Episode 209, the food episode. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had one of these in a while. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. It's the food court. So, by request, I found... Yeah, why isn't why isn't that a TV show on the Food Network? Or is food it? <laughs> it must be. I mean, for the name alone. One season. I'm going to find out. <laughs> now I just want to see Gordon Ramsay in the Judge Judy role. Food court... TV show. Food Court TV. IMDb says it's a 2016 series. Um, it's from the US. That is literally all I can find. You can't even figure out what it aired on? No, I can't even figure out what it aired on. Impressive. Wait, episode guide one episodes? <laughs> so it what? didn't air? <laughs> is it yeah. a pilot? <laughs> pilot? I'm not sure I believe movie? this exists. <laughs> <laughs> all right let me go look at the episode guide <laughs> girl like scout it. cookie i click on it it says the plot is unknown at this time <laughs> the sentence must have been death yeah i uh i'm not sure i believe this exists i don't think this is real other than that uh oh wait i've got something called the best of the food court on youtube the food court tv so i think that's just his, some guy's channel all right well i'm glad that exists is it just a guy who like travels to different malls throughout the U.S. and rates their food courts? <laughs> uh, I think it looks roughly like a combination of Chippin' with Charlie and the Gobeski Chocolate Report, except it's a YouTube video. Oh. Like this one I'm looking at right now, I mean, I can't hear it because it's the preview, but it says Baby M&M's. Hmm. So I assume they're just judging food. Huh. Can you taste the homophobia? <laughs> That's a da baby joke, which I'm assuming none of you get. Don't worry, Charlie will explain it in the blog. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to explain anything here. Well, I have two flavors of Lay's potato chips. Lay's layers. 
Wow, that was fast. Well, I was at the pharmacy, and they had two small bags of it, so I didn't even have to spring for the full bags in case they're bad. Was that before or after I sent you the photo? After. (laughs) For sure, I didn't know if maybe it was just like synchronicity. You were like, I was already going to do it. I was picking up a prescription in the back, and so I bought a couple of things anyway with a prescription. I checked out, and then I walked to the front, and then I saw these. And I, I went to the checkout again and said, I'm going to have to buy these too. <laughs> I'm going out of my way to buy these. Yeah. Now, I just bought a bunch of stuff in the wait, back, wait, but wait, now wait, I'm wait, buying wait. these in the front. <laughs> wait, that's exactly how my Kit Kat purchasing experience went, except it was at the gas station. Oh, nice. <laughs> you get your prescriptions at the gas station? <laughs> I mean, no, but they do sell CBD gummies, so you yeah. could potentially... So this sounds like Charlie's describing the retail version of a reverse mullet. (laughs) Business in the back, party up front. (laughs) Is that a hairstyle? I need to go to Google again. Reverse mullet. (laughs) I mean, one episode, 2016. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, I'm going to open both of these. Oh, wow. Are there pictures? Yes. Apparently, it's called a tellum. <laughs> like, go tellum? <laughs> like, like mullet spell or spelled backwards. Oh. And does um, it look worse than a mullet? Uh, it, it basically looks like an emo haircut. That's what I was thinking. The fringe oh, over the yeah. eyes. Like, just kind of like more like shaved on the back, kind of, and then like a long, like a Spider Man 3 front. Yeah. That's less extreme than i was hoping for but all right what are we talking about uh so lays layers layers. yeah yeah actually i don't know if they categorize as chips they're called crispy layered potato bites and in the bottom left they're called potato snacks but nowhere does it say chips so it's snacking snack snacking with charlie doesn't have the same ring what (laughs) come on we can workshop this right uh what's a word that's like snack but starts with ch Chomp, chomping, chomping, chomping with Charlie. With Charlie. Sure. sure. All right, but the the idea here is that it's like a chip, except that it's shaped like a circle with a wave in the middle of it. Kind of like I don't know, like a power up you pick up in a video game. I'm picturing hmm. an ocean spray hard candy. Is it big? Like, did you pick up a Varia power up? Right. Yeah. It kind of looks like that. I mean, but it's enlarged for texture on the the front. But I opened it up. This one smells like cheddar because it's three cheese, and they're all <laughs> they're all uh, kind of smushed. Yeah, but they're crispy. Broken? No, no, but they're all like compressed, like a football. Right. The picture looks like a circle, like they're supposed to be a circle, but they're more like they kind of look like lasagna from the side, maybe. <laughs> now that I can get behind. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're very flat. Anyway, I'm going to try. Sounds like uh, Funyun. Yeah, it's got a Funyun sort of texture and tastes like a cheese chip. I mean, pretty much exactly what you'd expect. All right, now I've got the sour cream and onion version. Wait, what about the liquid center? <laughs> it's fallen out. That's what I dried assumed up. was that was the layer. It was like you, you bit in, you got nacho cheese in the center. Like a combo almost. Uh, that, would be, that would be something, yeah. but... You bite into the sour cream and onion, and the, the sour cream's in the middle. No, it's like the dip. It's like sour cream and onion dip in there. 
I open up, same thing. They're all, none of them is really circular. I guess it would be kind of hard to create those. Like maybe you'd have to dry them facing up a certain way. I don't know. Come on, food scientists. Isn't your wife a food scientist? I should ask her. I'm going to save a couple. <laughs> I'm going to save a couple. All right, but record her when you do so that you can add it into the show afterwards. <laughs> you like, oh. speak into this microphone. Whoa. These sour cream and onion ones are actually not good. This is not like their traditional sour cream and onion flavor. Oh. What is Wait, it more like? How is it different? Is one bite sour cream and the other bite's onion? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's more oniony and less like sour cream. I guess if I had to put a, words to it. Hmm. I mean, maybe oh. it's just because it's not what I'm expecting that I don't. And I'll try another one, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very salty, but salty and oniony. I mean, that's not super descriptive, but I'll have to think on it. Put them together. Put them together. Oh, yeah, together. combos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you tell us what the cheeses were? See, I'm just, I'm just, you said it was smelled like cheddar. So I'm like, okay, so it's probably mild cheddar, sharp cheddar, and cheddar jack is your three cheeses, right? The cheese wins out when you eat two at the same time. Um, let me look at the package for some hints. Unfortunately, because I got the small one, it doesn't have like the, you know, the printed Eat two back. onion to one cheese. Let's balance it out. Um, all right. So I see three cheeses that look exactly the same on the front. Maybe like a Parmesan <laughs> and an Asiago and Well, to I be fair, know, another... it doesn't say three cheese flavors. Could just be three different cheeses that are all the same flavor. Uh, it says cheddar cheese on here. Um Parmesan and Gouda. Okay, those are the three cheeses. Anyway, two onion to one cheese. All right. At, at some point, I'm not going to be able to do the combinations because I'm not going to be able to fit them all in my mouth, but we'll see three. This is about a <laughs> mouthful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's more on the bad side now. Mm, okay. So then take an onion and a cheese Mash them up into a fine paste in your mouth and then spit it back into the water so it can ferment so you can drink it. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Come on, there <laughs> had to be a better way, a subtler way to do that. Like, boy, you're probably pretty thirsty after all of that, aren't you, Charlie? No, no. He understands that whatever I tell him, <laughs> he has to do it. Do I, ha- I have to put it in my mouth first? Can I just crush it up and put it in? I mean, I've got the water. Well, that doesn't turn into a paste. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's water. Could... <laughs> Put enough chips in there, it'll become a paste. I mean, that's the theory. I guess I'll let Paul decide. What Paul, do you what want, would Paul? Tony want out of this? Oh, no. <laughs> you know... Paul's a very merciful man. I don't know about Tony. Yeah, I don't think we need to go too, too far with this. That, that is practical. <laughs> I, I think the issue was, was the letting it sit. It's like, maybe if I did it right away... And drank it again, but like like sitting around for the whole episode. Or yeah, it needs it needs to be maximally soggy. Well, it, how soggy can it get? Maximally. Yeah. Fine. Crush it up. Put it in your water. Stir it up. Regularly <laughs> stir it. Yeah, just that like you're like making. <laughs> treat it like metamucil. Oh yeah. Yeah, get that nice gel cover. That's when you know you haven't mixed it in enough water. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, water's turning green. Green? What? <laughs> All right. Yeah, yellow, green, yeah. Oh. I think the cheddar <laughs> color tasty. would win out, but no. All right, how long do you want it to sit? I mean, I'm not going to drink it now. We've got time. In the meantime, is, 
It sounded like the sour cream was a wasn't a void, but how was three cheeser? That was that was fine. I mean, he, he kind of it's kind of exactly what you would think, except just a little bit underwhelming. Like even compared to that, I thought it was going to be a little bit tastier. I think there's something about the flavors in these two that's maybe they're not using the same flavor. Well, no, they're not. One sour cream and the other's cheese. <laughs> right, but the cheese flavor isn't the same here as it would be in other chips, and the sour cream is certainly not the same flavor. Or maybe it's just uh, my brain tricking me because of the form factor. So what's the uh, appeal according to the bag? Like, why do we want these layered? Uh, what are we getting out of this? Well, on the upper right-hand corner, it says new. What's it say on the back? Bite-sized layers, crispy layers, tasty layers. Hmm. That's it, so, huh? I mean, that it sounds like you're describing the Kit Kat. I know. Yeah, I throw, throw these fingers crispy, of chips. This is, this is the downside to the fingers. small bags. I don't think they have the same descriptions. <laughs> you got to pay full price if you want the ad. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess I'm going to go to Google. <laughs> Lays, layers, why? <laughs> <laughs> it just autofills. Find what you're looking for. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not finding what I was hoping for. I'll just have to read the ad copy. Uh, which one do you want? Do you want this one from the the future? Uh, yeah. All right, so this is foodbusinessnews.net, June 1st, 2022. What? Oh, that's European, you idiot. Uh, okay, well, I'm not the one who wrote that. That's Google. All right. Uh, Lay's fans are known for finding joy in the everyday, no matter what life throws their way. And this multifaceted approach to life helped inspire Lay's layers, said Melissa Miranda, senior director of marketing Frito-Lay North America. Lay's layers is a new offering in the Lay's portfolio that is just as multidimensional and flavorful as our fans' lifestyles. (laughs) How does she know me so well? As a Lay's fan, I really feel seen by that statement. You know that survey you filled up, Paul? (laughs) That two-hour-long survey? I guess I was the only one who responded. (laughs) Finished the whole thing. Is this another nightman situation? (laughs) These chips are optimized for you, Paul. (laughs) I want them layered, but I don't want them too circular. I need them to be as multifaceted as me. (laughs) So one layer (laughs) that you know about. (laughs) I'm I'm a I'm I'm Shrek. What does that mean? In that you live in a swamp. Onions have layers. Uh, Just just a Shrek joke. Oh, I didn't remember Shrek having jokes. Yeah, I thought it was a documentary (laughs) about uh, gentrification. Paul did not respond to that. I'm having trouble with this yes, no, this this, uh, no, and style. (laughs) (laughs) But have you considered this version of the bit? Have you considered this one layered simple guy? (laughs) That your jokes are stupid? The no and style of improv. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Going to an improv. That's show. been this entire podcast the whole time. I know. <laughs> we'll just have the audience throw out some ideas. 
I want pineapple. No. <laughs> and no. I'm going to do something else. <laughs> That's dumb and you're dumb. Leave, please. <laughs> okay, I got pineapple and salesman. All right, Johnny. All right, I didn't like pineapple, so we're going to go with grape. I didn't like salesman, so we're going to go with waiter. All right. <laughs> well, then, speaking of uh, exciting new frontiers in improv <laughs> is this a good idea? <laughs> Can we come back from this? Like, or is it just too late? <laughs> I just thought maybe we should introduce our special guest. Okay. And uh, so please welcome back to the show uh, one Frankie Muniz. Oh, hey, it's great. It's great to be back. I always love, love that you guys uh, continue to have me on despite oh. all these uh, picky sponsors. That uh, don't like to platform me anymore. Apparently, hold up, you're you're Frankie Muniz. Yes, the Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle. Nope, yep. just a Frankie Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's it's me. I am the Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Wow, loves you and Cody Banks. Wait, has Doug not been on one of these before? I don't believe I've met Frankie Muniz before. Oh yeah, um, well it's uh. It's great to meet you. Are you a regular guest on this show as well? Yeah, I'm honestly a little surprised that we haven't crossed paths before. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm on almost every episode. A lot of listeners were hypothesizing that you were the same, same people. So I'm glad you're both on the same episode to prove them wrong. Yeah, we can we can take one off the list. <laughs> Are, are you suggesting that Douglas Gobeski is just a character played by Frankie Muniz? That was the rumor going around on the uh, on the official forums. I'm shocked and a little bit flattered. Well, I, I appreciate that and uh, look forward to, to breaking new ground now that that uh, rumor can be laid to rest. So, so what have you been up to? Are you are you uh, working on a uh, on a reboot of your old TV series? Or, or have we not quite made it to rebooting 2000 stuff yet? I haven't been um, very focused on the on the reboot side of things lately. I'm not against it, but I've been very very kind of busy with my leaving uh, that to Kelsey. My oil and oil and vinegar uh, business. Oh, in uh, Scottsdale. Like, how's that is, going? Uh, it's good. After we kind of have sort of, uh, I'm trying to remember what we. What I've already talked about last time. Uh, I think the last time you were describing a satellite that you'd launched in orbit. Oh yeah, yeah sentient yes. satellite to kind of expand our our reach in terms of uh, the oils and their global significance. We we had prior to that expanded to the oceans as well, right? With our and the mountains, I think. And the mountains, yeah. Because because you had robot mules is that right? right yes to to clean up the right the, the oil invisible spills. oil spills yeah and we had expanded the space and i i think uh i think i should be good to go live go live with this news um here but because it, it's a pretty new thing but we're also looking to expand um into the virtual world as well are you about oh. to sell us nfts will i be able to buy uh your oil and oils and vinegars in the metaverse Yes, that, I mean that within our um, new metaverse platform we'll be rolling out. You will be able to buy uh, a unique token that uh, references 
a real bottle of oil here at the uh, Munez Industries oh. oil and vinegar warehouse. So like a receipt? Sort of, but it's it's more of a of a virtual um, certificate of ownership. So I Can own I... the oil? Um, you own the token and for the, the token owns oil. the oil. Does um, the token the, take me to like a, a webcam link where I can see the oil? Um, we're working on ways of I- interactability uh, that haven't been fully fleshed out yet. Ultimately, it, right now, it takes you to a uh, still image of the oil, and what you uh, receive is a token that points to that image of your bottle of oil. Does it have my name on it? No, no, but you'll be able to see the the unique uh, serial number on that bottle of oil. So I do own the bottle? Well, you own the token that references the image of your bottle of oil. So Wait, own so the... who owns the number, the serial number? Um, the serial number is uh, to authenticate that that is the um, oil referenced in your token. Charlie, do you want to contribute to this? I mean, that should definitely just be a YouTube explainer for NFTs. I think it pretty much sums it up. I sums mean, what up? I'm not sure I understand what's happening. <laughs> so, wait, if, if Adam bought one of these tokens, could then I buy the bottle of oil? Um, right now, you can't necessarily buy the that bottle of oil. Oh, so it just sits. Can so anyone buy so, that bottle? Well, the bottle, as long so long as it's in the warehouse, does remain the property of of muniz wait 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 now now this this raises a very interesting question what what security measures are you taking to secure my purchase when i purchase one of these tokens what's to prevent someone from from stealing it well stealing the bottle or the token is the token in the bottle like do you mail me the token you can uh, receive the token in any number of you know we can we can it's like uh, a ship in a bottle email to it email it to you uh, or you know if you if you'd like we we could probably work out a figure out a way to send it um, well it's you said it's a token right like like i'd use a Chuck E. cheese i just confused because i know at one point you had mentioned that you were going to have a Chuck E. cheese style restaurant but devoted to oil and vinegar instead of pizza mm. And I thought that's what these tokens were related to. In effect, it's like a virtual uh, version of the uh, of the Chuck E. Cheese style Muniz Industries uh, chain of uh, entertainment, uh, like entertainment franchises. It achieves the same thing as the physical token, but in this case, there's not a uh, there's no need to have a physical object. It's more of a uh, a unique um, string of uh, letters and numbers that indicates that you are the rightful owner of that uh, token, which points to that image of that bottle in the uh, Mutas Industries warehouse. Is the warehouse virtual too? No, the warehouse is is real. The warehouse is, you know, we... Wait, so the token's these, not real? Well, the token is real, is real too. But it's virtual. Yes, it's a real virtual token that references the image of the real physical bottle of oil in the real physical Unis Industries warehouse that remains in an undisclosed oceanic location. How do you take these images? Do you take each bottle, put it on a table, take the picture, and then store it away? Or can I look at a live feed of my bottle? Well, that's what he was saying. We don't have a live feed set up. We do take an image at the time that we uh, 
at, at label printing or when we when we mint that bottle of uh, oil. Does the bottle have an expiration date? Yes, uh, um, we've we've really worked on the shelf stability of our oils lately. While they do have a best buy date, really you could probably use the oil for its intended purpose. Uh, Wait, much so beyond can... the quality date. So does that mean I can get the tokens at Best Buy? No. Um, you you said something about mint. Is is the mint infused into the oil? Um, we we do have mint in infused oil, and I can at, get that at Best Buy. Actually, uh, Best Buy is one of the partners we're working with in distributing our virtual tokens. Um, and yeah, yeah, you can mint is a variety of uh, oil that we can uh, have manufactured. Um, it's not one of our most one of our most popular flavors, but Crest toothpaste has been an important partner in uh, getting that brand of um, mint oil tokens off the ground. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I would want to use toothpaste that was bent on the ground. It's very important to get it off the ground. I agree. Yes. So if I want to see my okay, so the token points at the picture. Yes. And if I want to see the picture, what do I have to do? Take your unique token and you go to our... What you'll need is to actually log into the Munez metaverse. And there you can access uh, a virtual uh, meeting room with a a special computer terminal there where you can type in your your token um, and... Then you can then see in virtual reality on the screen um, within the metaverse, you can see on the computer screen an image of uh, the particular bottle being referenced. So Um, what makes the metaverse different from the internet? Do I need any special equipment or anything? Yes, you will You will need a Munez Industries uh, emerge, immersion headset. Is that where I immerse my head in Munez Industries oil? Uh, yes and no. It does require that um, it be filled periodically with fresh oil, but it, it does not um, make strict contact with your um, skin or eyes. But it is a key component to the headset itself and there's a lot of really what the the technology that's really driving our uh unique take on this uh metaverse now what if i wanted more than just my head in the metaverse is there a way to get my whole body involved um yes that actually does require at this time our special unis industries oil immersion suit which uh is there's there's several versions. You can get one permanently installed in your home, or you can get a mobile unit uh, that would be great to like wheel into, say, a garage or a backyard. And you can immerse yourself up to probably about your chin in a specially formulated Munez Meta Oil, um, and that can actually help reflect your actions within the metaverse itself. It tracks your body movements along with other uh, biological uh data what if you have to go to the bathroom uh it's not advised that you go in the oil itself um as it as it will you know gradually dilute its effectiveness it needs to be as concentrated as possible in which case we have we do have an add-on it's an apparatus that you can connect which will successfully carry away any uh a catheter excretions um without tainting the oil Now, there is a catch to that in that that means that the 
there's some biological data that you will not be able to capture with the device attached. So your urethral data it, and other basically oh, anything the, okay. down there. If you want to, if you want that to be part of your metaverse experience, then it's probably best done without the uh, excretion removal apparatus to get the most fine grained data of those so, parts of your body. So is this like a hose or more like a uh, a screw on oil filter? It's more of like a it's similar to a gas mask or a respirator, but for the lower portions of your body. So if I'm in this metaverse. And I'm in the full immersion suit with the appropriate attachments. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Well, if I'm you a- choose to do the attachment, they're not required. Sure. Those. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So what am I experiencing? Am I just floating with the bottle? Am I floating even? Am I walking? How does that actually, how do I experience the bottle if I'm in the full immersion? That is an option that we can, we can simulate what it would be like to be inside your bottle and when I, I say your bottle with some caution here, um, but it yes, that is that is one of the options you can choose as far as a simulation uh, goes. Um, you can experience the buoyancy that you would feel depending on what the properties of that oil are. The oil can also kind of would it can sort of transfer sensation in a very fine grained way. So if you if you say had a a, a token that was for an image of mint oil and you immersed yourself in the full setup you would feel that characteristic uh tingly sensation that you might feel being immersed in uh mint essenced munez industries oil so in order to feel the sensation of floating in our particular oil that we've bought our token for we submerge ourselves in a vat of oil that we purchased how? Wait, you're asking how the how we bought the suit? Yeah, where did we get the suit? Um, the Best suit buy. is pay attention. <laughs> they are a partner that we're working with on the tokens. We're working on our uh, on our vertical integration and roll out a distribution network for oil refills. Oh. Um, right now the suits are a are a direct order from Munez Industries. But the uh, probably weekly oil re- refills you're going to need. We're currently um, ramping up our fleet of vehicles and in some urban areas uh, pipelines for distribution of the of the meta oil. You know, which while being an oil that you are submerged in has the unique properties of, in conjunction with the suit, being able to confer like uh, the un- unique properties of multiple different oils to your whole body. Um, so getting back to the bottle and the tokens, how do I choose the uh, the bottle? Like, can I choose what, what oil is in the bottle so that I can then experience that oil on my skin uh, virtually? Yes. yes, so long as you... Or, um, or is it metally? So long as you... Uh, I think virtually would be a good way to characterize the experience. Um, but so long as you own... So long as you've purchased the corresponding token um, for that type of oil, uh, you will have access to that specific oil experience. Okay, so I don't need to have that oil in my suit? No, no. You so, just need the, the Munez Industries Meta Oil. So if I want to experience the saffron and lye infused oil, I don't need that in my suit? 
No, no, you just need to purchase the uh, corresponding token for an image of of a particular bottle of that saffron and lye infused oil. So initially, I was thinking that you didn't get a lot in this transaction, but you can you can see the image. You can go to the metaverse or the Frankie the Munez verse, and you can experience that oil everywhere. Yes, it's not a yes. bad deal. It, it's also where you know if you don't have the full suit setup, then you know you can go into the metaverse with the headset only and view the image on a virtual terminal. Or if you have the full suit setup and the weekly subscription to the uh, Munez Meta Oil deliveries, then you you really are unlocking the full power of your token or tokens. So I'm looking at a couple press releases online right now about this, and it says you have plans to, instead of a stationary bottle, we can virtually move around the Munizverse in a hamster ball full of the oil of our choice. Is that right? Um, yeah, we are working on on a kind of a supplementary experience uh, where you'll be able to kind of take your, your favorite oil on the go with you and interact with other users, subscribers, you know, in the in the Munez metaverse, you know, there's different uh, kind of hangout rooms. You can roll your ball to if, if you like, you know, if you're a fan of the saffron and lye infused oil, and you want to meet other enthusiasts, you can roll your your ball over and uh, meet with your fellow citizens of the metaverse. And uh, if you want to maybe mingle with some other uh, users, even if you don't have the corresponding token for that type of oil, you can meet users uh, who are in their own uh, like oil, uh, mobile oil enclosures, and you can virtually meet each other. And uh, maybe that'll kind of give you some ideas of what, what the next oil variety you would want to experience is. Now, do I get a way to test if I want, like, if I meet someone who's in their, like, jalapeno oil, you know, just kind of floating in it? Like, do I have a way to ex- temporarily experience whether or not I want to sign up for that? Or um, or, currently or do they do, just tell me about it? The, currently, you do need the the token to experience the oil. So you would you would be going off a, uh, you know, a verbal description, or you would be able to see their body language and how they would describe this oil to you. Okay. Um, but currently, if you want that experience, you will need the token. Wait, their body language? So I can't actually speak to them? You can speak to them. Can they hear me when I speak? Um, it it depends on how much oil is in between the, you know, the like there. we've been working on ways to get the oil, kind of working on the ability to speak through the oil. But uh, that's currently a bit of a work in progress. But I think we've been able to figure out some vir- modifications to the virtual hamster ball and our oil, our virtual oil modeling to uh, help it speech become a little more intelligible than it currently is. Mm. So this is all very brand new. And uh, I really I know that there will be some things to work out, but I'm very excited to be kind of at the forefront of this this space. Is there a place we can demo this? Like, can we go to Best Buy? Do they have a demo system that you can hop in? We've we've rolled out demonstrations in select uh, Best Buy locations in currently just in the Scottsdale area. Ooh. Um, so you know if you're uh, if you're local to one of those areas uh, and want to try it out, that would be one of the best spots. There will be uh, limited 
varieties of oil you can try, but it will give a great approximation of the experience. So are the full package equipment, like, is that currently available for purchase or is that still in the prototype stage? Um, the full package is currently available um, for through the website. pre-orders uh, okay. directly through MunezIndustries.com on a first-come, first-served basis. They are out considerably, but we're ramping up production as, as fast as we can. We'll be able to achieve relative uh, you know, parity with us ramping up our uh, distribution of the metal oil. So I guess maybe my current question is, what happens if your suit gets a puncture? As part of the full setup, there is a there is puncture detection, and um, the the suit is uh, it does its best to be self repairing like, to, to yes to be self repairing to mend any punctures. But in the case of of a meta oil spill, you can uh, you can call customer service. Uh, we have now uh, within the metaverse, there's an online uh, chat system that you can access um, from a, uh, a partner terminal to your uh, oil image viewer in within the metaverse, in which case you can put in a uh, an oil cleanup request and we will send out a, um, a specially modified e-metamule to you to clean up the meta oil. Oh, uh, so does that mean that the the meta oil does not have the bittering agent that stops the e mules from eating it? No, it it do, it doesn't. It it required a special formula that's not compatible with that. So we had to divide. We had to um, come up as part of this um, rollout. We've needed to come up with a new uh, brand of e mule. Yes. And so, how does the e mule know to where the oil is to ingest it? Like, how does it sense the oil, I guess? So a lot of that will, initially, it will be from self-report in the in the virtual terminal. And it will know the location tracked uh, via the Munez satellite network, which will find your location. Once once the e-metamule has been with, dispatched to within, when it's within somewhere around 100 meters of your location, it can smell the vapors from the meta oil, and that's what it uses to track those track that down and clean that up. After which, it would return to our facility for recycling. All right, I have some additional questions, but I don't want to monopolize time. So, if other people have questions, they should they should ask them now. I know we've brought this up before, but how, how's the vinegars going? Sorry, I meant metaverse related questions <laughs> rather than. Oh, yeah, that's a different episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if you want to tie the vinegars into the metaverse, ask that question. If there's a metaverse vinegar that you can float in. <laughs> <laughs> Generally pickling your body. <laughs> yeah, so can I get vinegars in the metaverse or is that strictly a terrestrial thing? That's currently in development just because of somewhat lower consumer demand for the for the vinegar immersion experience. We're not rolling that out with the first iteration of the suit. What we're trying to figure out now is whether uh, a vinegar-based metaverse experience is compatible with the current version of the Munez meta oil, or whether we will actually have to um, come up with a separate um, uh, meta vinegar, which we would use a similar distribution network for just because of kind of some of the properties of 
simulating the vinegar uh, experience have uh, proven difficult to approximate with the with the metal oil so far but that is something that's in the works so uh, definitely stay tuned for that so i assume that you've done some extensive product testing on this and i'm wondering uh what kinds of oils have the testers most enjoyed experiencing like does it vary from person to person or is there like a solid favorite there are some front runners in popularity a lot of people seem to love our more uh, kind of the rich oils the the nacho cheese infused um varieties which mm. i didn't think would be particularly popular but that was kind of a that was kind of a interesting front runner during our product testing but it's also it's highly individualized some people like our more kind of herbal infused type oils you know uh, lavender and uh, cucumber infused kind of or maybe on the fruitier side and then uh there are also were some users who sort of preferred our more some of our more abstract experiences uh which are a little more difficult to describe but um the clone oil was a popular sort of wild card in that respect clone oil i mean i can imagine that you know the the mint oil is going to be tingly, but what does clone oil feel like? And will I be able to try this out at my local Best Buy? Um, we have not rolled out the clone oil in the demonstration uh, units because it's definitely not a starter oil. Okay. Um, okay. The, what we kind of heard from our experiences were like very varied and often quite mentally profound. Some people said it felt like being physically embraced by their inner selves, which I think is a pretty apt description. So if I understand this correctly, so I buy a bottle of oil virtually. Um, you buy a token referencing an image of a real bottle of oil that you can access virtually. Does that mean something different from I just buy a bottle of oil virtually? Yes, it does mean something a little bit different because you don't you don't necessarily own that bottle of oil um but you do have the token that not only uh you own the token that references the image of that real bottle of oil and then you also have uh, at the same time unlocked that experience that oil experience in the metaverse so what is the metaverse like like is it just like the real world but i'm floating in oil or is it a little cruder like or like Um, is it a is it a cruder oil experience or i like to like right now the our most popular um overlay for sort of these for the the metaverse oil experience hub has been sort of a um like a spa setting is really the kind of the most what we found in our testing to be the most popular and sensical um overlay for for in terms of options for metaverse experiences but there are several others okay but if i but i'm in the metaverse and i can and i log on to a virtual terminal right Mm -hmm. can i use that virtual terminal to in the metaverse buy one of these tokens of a not a physical bottle of oil but a metaphysical bottle of oil in the metaverse you do have access to a somewhat more limited availability of options on our on our meta network terminals or our in network meta terminals 
which grants you access to a meta marketplace where you can buy meta tokens um, for meta oils. Uh, the experience for those is a little more limited. There is an internal marketplace to the metaverse as well. Well, I guess I was just wondering if I, while I'm in the metaverse, if I can go into a room in the spa and then climb into an, a meta oil suit and then enter the metaverse's metaverse to experience a meta meta bottle of oil. We have explored that possibility in our testing, and what we found is that it will would not be a good idea to have though have that in metaverse. Can, can I ask um, why? It didn't have good testing outcomes for the subjects that we did. Like they got headaches or something. Um. Yeah, there were some side effects: headaches, lightheadedness, um, a lot of a lot of other uh, types of effects as well that we just don't think we're going to be able to overcome. Some people seem like they weren't able to fully leave the internal metaverse um, even after we had disconnected them. It it seems like there's just something that may be incompatible with uh, with our biology to experience that deep of a meta oil experience um our patients are recovering <laughs> but just so you don't uh worry uh but it's uh it's something we're no longer exploring oh yeah thanks very much frankie it's always a uh, great to get some insight into what's going on with your industries yeah because otherwise we wouldn't know we're really pushing into the future here and i'm just happy to so that you guys will continue to have me on and really seem to be uh, believers in what we're, we're doing at Munez Industries. Yeah, it's really cool that you can go online and, and buy uh, bottles of oil in the metaverse. I'm glad you think that. So many exciting possibilities on the horizon. To just know that you own that bottle of oil, I mean, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, it, it is exciting to be able to participate in this new economy of tokenized ownership of oil representations yes it is exciting now speaking of oil i've got a glass here a plastic <laughs> glass and what a segue the the chips have basically dissolved well not dissolved but formed like a paste that's like sitting on floating on top like the chips are no longer separate they're just kind of one big glob and stir it up all right stirring 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 uh, I guess they still have a little bit of separation, but the uh, oil from them, as usual, has stained like a circle at the top of the liquid. Classic. Yep. And it doesn't go away there. If you tip it, it, it just stays there. So let's find out if uh, Lay's layers are better when they've become layers. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mm. Did I hear a crunch at the end of it? <laughs> no, that was... Um, Sort of inv- involuntary out. smack. Oh. Hmm. That's um. It's kind of cheesy. Yeah, I think that as before, the cheese went out, and I've still got hmm. three quarters of a glass to go. So here we go. Well, power down. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> it is pretty pasty. Oh. Uh, that's <laughs> that could be a safety hazard if it's not you know watered down enough. <laughs> think what think what's happening in your insides and the undiluted. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last drop was the worst. 
<laughs> oh. The dregs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I will take a picture, too, of the the finished glass and uh, what remains. All right. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for joining us on uh, yet another edifying edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Uh, we learned a lot about oils and uh, the metaverse and not really anything about NFTs. So, you know, we're par for the course with the rest of the world. And uh, I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. We had three guests with us today. We had Doug Gobeski. It was an exciting experience getting to meet Frankie Muniz. Yeah, and Frankie Muniz was here, too. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Oh, and there's Paul Wilcox. He's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. It was great to not to miss Frankie Muniz again. But I'm well, telling sometime. you, you need... You need more fiber in your diet so that you yeah. don't have to go in the bathroom so long. I just get up and I do my thing and then I come back and apparently he's told you all this cool stuff. But it was fun to be on for the time that I was. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Remember, you can go to GobeskiWallsReport.com and listen to all of our old episodes and see some writings and stuff. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. The links are on the website. So choose your social media. Choose the method of your destruction. Choose the way you will die. (laughs) Via social media. You would feel that characteristic uh, tingly sensation that you might feel being immersed in uh, mint-essenced Muniz Industries oil. So we can have the sensation of floating in a bunch of oil, and all we have to do is submerge ourselves in a bunch of oil? Sign me up. <laughs> I don't think I explicitly made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> I was just like secretly cracking up the whole time. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the question? Uh, yeah, yeah, but yes, yeah. Um, can you repeat that last question? You know, you can go into the metaverse with the headset only and view the image on a virtual terminal, or <laughs> you, or if you get the full suit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think I caught virtual terminal the first time. Well, you didn't catch it. You were logging on and then logging on to another computer. <laughs> That's what makes it meta. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Didn't mean to break the illusion. Um, just, some... real, just real quick, I want to remind you that in this Frankie Muniz universe, clone oil is a thing. So, carry on. Wait, what does the clone oil do? 
<laughs> I think it's just oil squeezed from clones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I forgot, like, I, I forgot that it got, like, we got, like, really, like, pretty morbid with it for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, we talk about this, and I just get flashes of bizarre Frankie Muniz <laughs> conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that Emuals and invisible oils and clone oils. <laughs> like, it's all canon. Yeah. And some of it is very twisted. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, 